Hi, folks. Uh, if you're coming to this expecting some of that absolutely hilarious comedy that you usually get here at Living Large and Hard, not happening today. Today, going to be a bit philosophical. Hopefully, you can glean something from it because it's helped me in my life when I'm going to go over. A uh, quick tip. I'm not going to say a fun fact because that's been beaten to death. That's a fun fact. Quick tip, if you see the cover art and it's just plain um, black on white, that means it's not the usual shit. It's more um, thoughtful and thought-provoking shit. Anyway, goals versus processes. There's all this stuff about goals, 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 set goals, make them achievable, um, you know, and then set new goals. Let me, let me put it this way. Don't do that. I heard a very interesting conversation, recorded conversation, interview, I guess you could call it, on a flight, a Labor Day weekend last year in the year of our pandemic. Well, I guess the pandemic's continuing. So year one, of our pandemic. And um, I thought it was really mind-opening. I'm not going to say mind-blowing. I did that a lot with drugs and alcohol, and there's not much left to blow out of it. So what it is, if you do set a goal, you get there through a process, right? Whether it's losing weight, whether it's running your first marathon or improving a time in a marathon or walking your first 5K or learning to play an instrument or learning to play a song on an instrument, you get there through a process. Achieving the goal is extremely fleeting. Um, this I know. I've done it. I guess the last time I really had a goal that I worked very hard at was back when I did a triathlon. So running, biking, um, swimming, sometimes doing all three in one day to achieve this goal of making it through the triathlon. When the triathlon was done, uh, not only was I really fucking tired, but there was a, a, a moment of triumph and I, I really believe you can call it triumph. But it was only momentary. All those months that I had spent getting there got me to a point where I had this momentary triumph. Now, did I enjoy the process of getting there, the bike riding, the running, uh, the swimming? Yes, I did. But at that point, I should have embraced the process. And I would have had months of enjoyment, daily enjoyment, because I did at least, you know, one of those things every single day. Instead of just kind of liking them or tolerating them, I should have embraced that and uh, would have gotten much more out of it. There was a point 30 years ago I decided, after reading an article, scientifically proven, I never 
take any advice from something that's not taken from an actual study. I don't give a fuck about someone's opinion. I just don't. I mean, science is science. I believe in it. I always have. I'm extremely rational, extremely logical. So if you're going to tell me that this and that works, and I'll ask, well, what study was that from? And you say, oh, I read it online. Don't bother. Save your breath. So anyway, it's been determined scientifically that if you stick with it in your 60s, where I am now, you can be in the same shape you were in your 30s, which is where I was then. So this has been a 30-year process, and I'm in pretty good shape. Could I be in better shape? Yes. Um, Am I going to embrace the process of being in better shape, which would be cardiovascular? At some point, yes. Right now, I just don't have the time to go out and ride a bike 60 miles. Um, I just don't. I do, but I'm not going to make time. I'm already lifting weights twice a day uh, doing this fantastic podcast for you folks. I'm trying to learn how to do music, which is an ongoing process. Um, You've heard some of the horrible, horrible things I made here, but there's stuff underway that I'll actually be able to make better stuff. And I will actually learn music, which I never did. So um, process, again. So to get to where I am today in my physical condition, I had to embrace the process more than half my life ago. That also included, back then, changing the way I ate. So I didn't have a goal of losing X amount or weighing X amount. I just decided that red meat, um, on top of having way too many calories to keep my weight where I wanted it, I don't weigh myself very rarely. The only time I know what I weigh is when they make me jump on a scale for some kind of doctor's visit because they make money when you do that. Whether you know it or not, they code that, your height and weight, and they get paid for it, which is fucking stupid. Unless you're there because you're shrinking or growing, you have gigantism or, you know, for some reason your spine is melting away. Or you actually have a weight problem that needs, one way or another, that needs monitoring, which is not most of us. Anyway... Um, Other than one point where I weighed 50 pounds more than I do due to drinking an absolute shitload of of booze, Um, more than my usual shitload, it was an absolute shitload, on a very regular basis, and eating chicken littles from the KFC drive-thru. That was my basically what I sustained myself, sustained myself on, and I blimped up big time. And jumped on a scale, and it went up to 225 and down to 210, and it was back up, heading back up again, and I jumped off. So weigh about 165 now, weighed easily 215 then. Um, Made up my mind right then. I'm going to start a process. No more chicken littles. And I always hated breakfast. And it's bullshit if you think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, because it's not. Your body doesn't work that way. But believe what you want to believe. I don't buy into it. Um, if you have a blood sugar problem, yes, you need to eat constantly. But that's not most of us either. So I'll cut breakfast out because I hated it. Um, you know, lunch became reasonable, if at all. Like now, I really don't eat lunch either. 
because I have a sedentary job, as do most of us. No matter what you've read, you don't need 2,200 calories a day if you're not doing a fucking thing. If you are, then yes, probably. But most of us do not do much every day. Anyway, so the process was put in place, and I stuck with it from that point on, and I really haven't had a weight problem. Um, I haven't had any physical problems. I mean, I've broken bones and shit, but that's because I was out doing stuff. Well, there was a time I was drunk and tripped and, and broke my knee at work, my kneecap. But other than that, so let's, yeah, let's say you want to run a marathon. You're going to have months and months and months and months of training if you're coming from nothing to get to the point where you run that marathon. And if every day you're looking to that goal, which is what you're told to do, and forcing yourself to get through that run, that's not going to be a life that I would want. Now, if every day that you run, you're looking forward to that run, and it just so happens at the end of it, in September or October or whenever, you're going to run a marathon, that's going to be much better for you. And you'll probably stick to the running beyond the marathon, which is way more important than doing the marathon. Because you get done with that marathon, I fucking guarantee you, you're going to get to the end, you're going to you know, do the usual thing where you slow down, put your hands on your knees because you're fucking spent, and you're going to get a hug or two from people, and then it's over, basically. So just embrace the process. My goal every day is to embrace the processes and continue them that I started more than half my life ago. And that has worked out very well. And it'll work for you too, no matter what it is. Again, think of the time you're going to put in to get to whatever goal that is. You shouldn't be suffering through that entire time to get to that momentary thing. And if you're looking at something like weight loss or fitness, um, what usually happens with weight loss is people get to the goal and then they go right back to eating shit and they go right back to not doing any exercise whatsoever if that's how you got there, which is how you should get there, a balance of both. So uh, doing that for weight loss, uh, setting a goal and, and then, you know, that's it. That's very poor planning, actually. You should learn, you should make the process that you eat well and just leave it at that. And then you'll get to your weight. You get to a weight and not really worry about what the fuck it is. Get to what feels good and what you think looks good. And just leave it at that. And if you're already embracing the process of eating well, which is no what I call ding dinners, microwave shit. I don't have time. Bullshit, you do too. Uh, going out to eat, which is guaranteed not good for you, pretty much. You can say it's a, you know, a healthy menu choice. Doesn't mean it really is. Just means they suckered you into buying it. Um, you can get to wherever you want to get, but don't make getting there the be-all and end-all of it. Make the getting there and getting beyond there the be-all and end-all because 
that'll carry you for the rest of your life if you stick with it. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Uh, if you disagree, living large and hard, you can comment on SoundCloud if that's where you're listening. There's links in SoundCloud to my email, um, Facebook, and Instagram. You can DM me at Instagram. You can message me at Facebook. Hope this has been helpful. Uh, it certainly has It made my life for over half my life, even though I did some really unhealthy things like drinking a shitload um, and an absolute shitload for a while. But there was that. But I always, except for that little bit with the chicken littles, and that was, God, that was, th- okay, that was 37 years ago, now that I think of it, 36 so, haha, it's within the it's within the parameters. Um, so, other than that, I'm in a position now where I feel really healthy, and I I am by whatever parameter you want. You know, for someone who is 64 years old, and I don't plan on getting unhealthy when I retire in a couple months. I'm not going to go. Oh, I'm going to more than likely step it up. I will have time to start riding and getting cardiovascular. I don't plan on scaling back my workouts at all. Why would I do that? Now I have the time to do many, many more things, and I want to be in a position health-wise to enjoy them. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I transport cancer patients to and from appointments. That's what I do for a living. And I do some elderly runs too. Um, Either way. I have heard that cliche story many times. I wish I would have done. I wish I would have done, and now I can't. So, or people who just, like, they're not in shape to do anything. I see a lot of those. Not necessarily because they have cancer, but just going into a hospital, I see people younger than me, obviously younger, who are just in pathetic shape, and they they couldn't go like I like to do, like go to Paris or Amsterdam, or London, or, you know, Iceland and things like that, and just go walk around. Not happening. Or they're so obsessed with food that they can't just go to New York and hang out and maybe grab a quick meal. They have to go and plan hours where they could be exploring. Well, they don't want to walk anyway. (laughs) They're not in shape to walk, but they're just going to sit you know, and, and drop a bunch of money on a shitty, well, shitty health-wise meal. I just don't get it, personally. Hey, do whatever the fuck you want. Life's way too short. I'm just trying to make it easier for you to get through in good shape and enjoy more of it. Because if you're not, what the fuck's the point? From the skybox, high above Route 309. Bye-bye.